Hi, I'm Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And on this episode of Part of Our World, we are going to be going over fast pass strategies with two very special guests, Doug and Derek from Rope Drop Radio. Hello. Hey, guys. guys. Thank you for having us on the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Great to chat again. Yes. Yeah, we were on their show a uh, a couple months ago. And I don't know, we connected on Twitter and just kind of set this up and been looking forward history. to it for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The old Twitter verse. Yes. So um, this is your first time on our show. So why don't you start by telling our guests a little bit about yourselves? So um, I, if I have to tell my Disney story, this is Doug, by the way, just to set the mood of which voice is which. Um, I started going to Disney like when I was in kindergarten, went several times growing up. And then honeymooned in Disney and then started going with children in 2008 and been going multiple times a year since then. Done several run Disney, been to Disneyland a few times. Um, My wife is a travel specialist, so we do it a lot and a lot is good. And my kids have no idea how good they have it and uh, have gone without my family. Those are the best trips. It's the dream. Uh, yeah, if hopefully they're not listening. But uh, done that, we have big plans coming up. Done lots of Disney cruises as well. Uh, pushing platinum here soon. So that's my Disney story, and I'll pass it over to Derek. Yeah, I started going to Disney the first time I was nine years old, and I can say I became addicted right away. But I'm also an only child. Grew up on Disney's One Saturday Morning watching movies. I actually got a film and broadcast production degree because of Disney, because I loved watching the movies so much. And uh, started going back again in my teenage years, early 20s. And then, like Doug, we honeymooned at Disney World also. And we, didn't, then, we didn't honeymoon. Not, not with Doug, yes. Just to clarify. With you our went a few years. You're, you're a few years older I'm than me. Old. Oh. But we're the same height. That's the best yes. part. Uh, <laughs> very, very short. Short people. And um, But, uh, yeah, we go every year and... It's been really great, and we've been able to take our family as well. And I tell my kids all the time, you have no idea how good you have it. And they always comment, well, we don't go as much as the McKnight's. Uh, <sighs> grass is always greener. Yeah, it's always. It's all, you know what? My kids, we recently had a guest on our show, and my kids were like, we don't go as much as the Sinex. So there's always a bigger fish. There's always, there's always, always a bigger fish. Yep. So yeah, I'm, I'm jealous you guys have both honeymoon there i feel like maybe we I know, messed maybe, up there <laughs> yeah we went to jamaica and it was fine but it was fine it was nice but in hindsight we probably would have had more fun it would have made more sense for us to go to disney Disney cruise probably would have been the ideal honeymoon for us well, and we, 10 years we didn't do it. yeah That's i'm, I'm what... too extroverted like my wife and i would have went crazy trying to sit on a beach i i'm too go 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 doug's seen it i uh-huh. yeah theme park is perfect That's honeymoon it. for me yeah, yeah uh, that would have made more sense for us we did our 10-year anniversary on the Disney Dream without children. So that's a fantastic nice. year anniversary idea. Just Excellent. Say. Excellent. Cool. We're celebrating our nine coming up, and we will be sort of at Disney. Like, Pretty much. Like a week after it. So we're yeah. going to do the whole I'm anniversary. Wear the butt. The whole oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So. 
celebrating it's, an anniversary. It's, and it's got to be your birthday at least one of those days. Right. Yeah. yeah. Might as well be. <laughs> cool. Um, so you guys have your own show, Rope Drop Radio. It's fantastic. Um, if you have not checked out their show, you should definitely go and download an episode. I, You know, you guys do all sorts of cool stuff. We just recently listened to your, um, was it Bad Disney Advice? Bad Disney Advice, yes. I uh, loved yeah. it. I was We're laughing out loud. It. it was hilarious. Full of dead bad Disney advice. Mostly, <laughs> yes. most of our advice is bad. So well, thanks. Now no right. one's going to listen to this show. Actually. Oh, I'm joking. I was joking. I'm just, it's that all show has actually done extremely well. Like I did not expect to get as many downloads and listens and comments, but it's been a, a fun one. And now the hashtag mm-hmm. bad Disney advice you see pop up on on the Twitterverse and social media as well. So it's I always would, fun to hear what others have to say. I would it's crazy how many. That we had heard before like yeah. some were like that's so outrageous never but there were some of us just like i've heard that dozens of times yeah and some will apply to these fast passes that we're going to talk about in a little yeah, bit for sure lots of uh, a good podcast to go check out if you haven't heard our show would be episode 144 uh, where we have special guests uh, from part of your world podcast just thought i'd uh, oh, yeah. throw that out there yeah. 44 yes that was a lot of fun to record yeah so we're back because we like you guys. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so what did make you decide to get into Disney podcasting then? All right. Well, uh, to start that off, I'd been listening to podcasting for a lot of years. It's uh, my medium. My degree is in broadcast. I worked in radio. I don't listen to music when I work out. I listen to podcasts constantly. And I've been doing so since before I had kids even. And so it's always been something in the back of my mind. I know how to produce audio. I know how to edit audio. I know how to get stuff on iTunes. That wasn't the issue. But I wanted to know what could I talk about every week or bi-weekly that I'd still be interested in and still be energetic about years down the row. It wasn't about making money. It was just about doing something that I loved. And so I came up with Disney. Disney's a thing I am passionate and love to talk about and love to study and read about. Um, But I was a a one-time-a-year Disney goer. I don't have all the information. I didn't know what the show was going to look like. Uh, I thought it was going to be more Disney history. So on a whim, I contacted my amazing travel agent, Michelle McKnight, and she's like, ah, ha, ha, let me put you in touch with my husband. And Doug calls me up and we end up having a 45 minute conversation on the phone. And we thought, you know what? And it was about almost three years ago, uh, last week or the week before. Driving home from a fourth grade field trip, the whole drive home, we just chatted and like just, I mean, the fact that we could just have a conversation and it was like, well, I guess I'm in my garage now. I should probably go. That's <laughs> yeah. how it ended. So it was a good sign. And I never lost cell service. That was also a good sign. So yeah. that's how it started. We did not know each other. Uh, we had never talked before that phone call. And then we spent the next three weeks um, kicking around names for a show. That's the most challenging part of any show, I think, is picking a name. Right, Derek? I mean, oh, that, that was cha- content, we went through a whole no list problem. of them. Yeah, no getting a name and then making the logo and the brand and oh yeah oh that was that was a stressful part we're, we're lucky we made it on the air through yeah, all that. that was the hardest the right. challenge challenge the relationship early on you know <laughs> we barely knew each other so we didn't even meet each other until uh, february in, almost 10 months almost after we started the show. At, yeah we live about an hour apart from each other um so yeah about uh 
10 months we met each other and that was just because you came to see me as a patient yeah right i then. needed a, my dental insurance changed and i was like you know what doug's a dentist i should probably have him be my dentist he's already my friend and my podcast partner we can talk work i can write off the miles and well, so i can talk work. you, you case can yeah i just let, ha, ha, ha. Ah. so yeah i went and we hung out and then we uh, did our first rope drop radio trip uh, a few months after that so yeah. that's so kind of we went from spending a half hour together to a whole weekend together where Derek learned how bad I snore and I learned how bad Derek's feet smell. Uh, it's true right. because I never pack enough socks. It's a running oh. gag. And even when I know I pack enough socks, they disappear in the suitcase. Sure mm. they do. We're doing a packing episode coming up and socks. extra socks is a must. You yeah, have to have like and... double the amount of socks you need for the days that you're going to be You'll there. be using a hair dryer to dry out old socks in oh. the sink. That has happened not once, but twice on rope drop radio trips. That's amazing. Uh, I feel for the person <laughs> that got the room next after our last trip, because they still, like, it, still that room. They could not get that smell out of that room. That room and pop job, though, I'm still sure. smells like Derek's feet. I guarantee <laughs> it. There is a room with caution tape quarantined off. What resort's this at? Pop Century. If you request, like, the worst room, the, the furthest from everything, that's it on the third floor. That's that's the way to describe the room. Duly right? noted. Yeah, that's where I or- stay every time. Yeah, I love your origin story. Though. That's super unique and just random and weirdly perfect. Yeah. I mean, so. there's no radioactive spider. Um, we're not demigods, unfortunately. Nothing like that. Just yeah. two people that did not know each other. And my wife's like, I'm not being on a podcast, but you like, because I had been talking about it for a little while because I'd listened because one of the podcasts I had listened to for years, like changed hands and it was not really working for my brain. And I was like, I just need to start making my own, you know, type mm-hmm. of thing. And then Derek contacted me at just the right time. Awesome. I just picture you asking him a question right as you're shoving something into his mouth. You know how dentists do that? Oh. You can't, you oh, can't he does answer that every because time. they ask right after they're Only like, for you, let me Derek. stab He's you with something. Hey. Well, the worst is I, I'm pretty sure he carves his initials into my teeth just into because the he's just working, working on my teeth forever. It's just hidden Mickeys. Don't worry. There we go. That's true. Yeah, on the back side where you can't really see, just hidden Mickeys all over. Yeah. Oh, I'd pay double for that. I'm glad, glad you did that. Yeah. <laughs> It'll get the bill. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, one thing that we always kind of tell our listeners is that we are like amateurs. On one of your recent episodes, I think it was the Bad Disney Advice, when you were talking about how you're, you don't consider yourself experts. You're like the Jedi Knights, maybe, not not Masters. Yeah, something not like that. Doug's a master. He's not on the council. I'm a knight. There we go. We're above Padawan. That's where we There was a time where Derek referred to himself as a Padawan, and he has finally graduated. The, the ceremony was very nice. We held it at a local uh, VFW. I mean, it was it was fantastic. All the 501. Came. No, I'm joking. We did not. Have Rachel's so mad at how nerdy we're because we listened to that. She's like, nerd. But in, in a nice way. Yes, that in an That makes me sound like way. I was... It's oh, because I married a nerd. Yes. And, and so t- I'm like... To keep the analogy going, we're slightly above Padawans, probably an apprentice of some sort. Oh, yeah. To, I'm still Padawan. To us, you guys oh. are are like masters. Mm. So 
Yes, and if you listen there's to the show, there's always a bigger fish, though. Always, that is true. That is true. But as far as podcasts go, whenever I listen to yours, I feel like I'm getting solid advice, expert tips, secrets, all sorts of cool stuff. Um, and that's one of the reasons we wanted to have you on this show is to talk about the uh, mastering of the fast pass system that mm. Disney has. So, you know, I think our guests can get a lot out of this discussion, but also with us, with a, a trip coming up, there's certainly. A lot want to know? Can, yes, we can you learn. To pick your brains and your wealth of knowledge. Excellent. Yes. Pick away. So, yeah. So, for those who don't know what a fast pass is, um, so that is some a service that Disney provides. With your park ticket, you get three fast passes for every park ticket you buy, and then you can schedule um, times to go on various attractions or shows or character meet and greets, whatever it may be. And that way you can bypass the, the long waits. So it's a way for Disney to, you know, try to make your experience a little more magical by, you know, not associating Disney with those long, hot lines. Right. But as it turns out, it is highly competitive and it's like trying to get tickets for a sold out concert the minute they go on sale. For some of these fast passes so you can't just go in blind and say oh mm-hmm. I'm just gonna pick these three rides that I really like there's a system behind it some parks even have tiers of fast passes uh, and you can only get a, a certain number per tier so there really is I, I think a um, science a science to it yes yes and for those who are like that is just too much I don't want to be scheduling these fast passes beforehand like I will just figure out what I want to do when I get there like Doug mentioned on your bad Disney advice, it's you know what you're not going to be in the mood for is a two-hour line. You're going to be in a Space Mountain mood. You're going to be in a Flight of Passage mood. So get those fast passes booked in advance so you're not just stuck waiting in those long lines. Yeah, which means, and you guys feel free to, to chime in here or say if we're saying something stupid, but I feel like you have to start thinking about fast passes at least a month before you sit down and say this is what we want because you have to think what days you're going to go to which parks times that you're like we have a kid that naps every day so we got to think about times that we're going to be aiming for i mean when we just booked ours last weekend and i had a spreadsheet that was basically ranking the ones that i wanted the times that i was shooting for on the days that we wanted it was kind of intense <laughs> well keenan i actually have to think about it around my nap time so your son and i have a lot in common mm. Don't we, Derek? Yes. My nap. My son doesn't nap. No, that's trouble. I would say I would take your month in advance. So that would. So if you're staying off property, you have to make your fast passes every day, 30 days out. Um, Each morning, you got to get up and do that at seven Eastern. And if you're staying on property, you do it 60 days out. But you get to make your whole trip all in one shot. And that's helpful. You don't have to get up early in the morning every day and do that. But when you say a month before that, so you're looking at three months out then is what you're saying is you got to really start thinking about. I would say you actually need to start thinking about your fast pass times when you're making your dining reservations. I agree. Yeah. 180 so, days out. And then you're really thinking about that uh, like 100 and uh, 200 days out, you know, seven months is when you're really got to start thinking about your fast passes. Now that's not to say if you think later than that you're you're in trouble. It's just, I mean, if you're gonna book a breakfast that starts at nine twenty, 
you kind of need to think, well, what are we doing fast pass wise then? We kind of just ate right. up our rope drop. So you got to, and you're picking your park days by your dining, unless you're mm-hmm. hopping all the time. I love to hop. Hopping's fun. Yeah. I, I made a bunch of kids to, hop but... tonight at soccer. You're not a hopper? <laughs> we no, haven't. We haven't done it. I do see the the benefits of it, but with a four-year-old, I feel like it's already a lot just to go to a park for a day. Do, and then do we you go... go back to the resort to nap? We do. Nap in a stroller. Nope. So really, nap, after you nap, nap in a stroller. You can hop anywhere else after the nap, so hopping not a challenge, sir. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, but uh, you save yeah. money, which we are super budget savvy, and you definitely True. save some money by not doing the uh, park offer. Yeah, no, T, I totally agree with your point. You do have to kind of start thinking about it when you book your advanced dining reservations. I guess where I was coming from with the month before Fast Passes was um, assuming you already know what days you're going to be at the parks mm-hmm. and you've kind of thought about your meals. You really have to you've already thought about your fast passes, but you really need to make like an actual plan of what you're going to do 8 a.m. the day that those go live. I think I think we did ours a few weeks beforehand before we were like, this is exactly what we want. So We, meaning Keenan. Yeah. And, and did you get everything you set out to get, or did you have trouble with some of the more coveted fast passes? So, sort of a tale of two... I don't know. <laughs> not cities. Fast Tale passes. of two fast pass bookings. There we did not get everything that we wanted. Um, we did get Flight of Passage, which I think is probably the number one. If you're going to be at Animal Kingdom and you want to ride Flight of Passage, it should be the top priority on your list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did not get our number two priority, which was Slinky Dog at Hollywood Studios. However, uh, one thing I would highly suggest people do is check the My Disney Experience app frequently and go into your fast passes and select whatever one you took in place of that fast pass that you're looking for. So for flight of passage, it might be Navi river journey for slinky dog. You might've snagged, um, alien swirling saucers or midway mania. And you go to modify that. And then you check to see if any fast passes for the ride you're looking for have become available. And we actually did get slinky dog by doing oh, that. Oh, wow. Nice. nice job. Yeah. We yeah. have to rearrange our whole day, but... Yeah, it's right during our dinner it. reservations, but I'd rather be flexible with the dinner reservation and make sure we, we ride the ride that my son is talking about over and over and over again. So That's And not important. have to rope drop it. So. Yeah. That rope drop's dangerous. So, I mean, keeping small children out of the rope drop to Slinky Dog is a good thing for their health because they're right at elbow height. Right. Although they're in a stroller, so you have that weapon. It's a weapon for me. Yeah, Yeah. weaponized stroller, but I mean... Get those uh, ankles, Achilles tendons. Keep keep people out of the way, kinda. So you just teach teach them to kick as you push. Yeah. Right. You also can't weave as well with a stroller. It really slows you down. down. And then you gotta park it. Mm. Yeah. Life without strollers. That's when you just take the kid out and run and someone you know cast member remove it to the nearest i'm just kidding don't do that but they might you just abandon the stroller it will right. end up somewhere yep park it somewhere. park it and run yeah park it and find power find it later walk, excuse me right you want to be sprinting it's true we're not gonna very get ahead of the rope walkers. anyway 
Um, yeah, so I think what we're going to do for Hollywood Studios now is go straight for the Jedi Training Academy, which I tweeted about this, and mm-hmm. one of you guys responded, oh, you don't necessarily have to um, rope drop that, but I, I think we want to try to get a certain time slot. Well, so. we, we have done that now multiple trips, and even on this last trip, we were able to do all of Toy Story Land and come back, get our, and we got the second because we learned our lesson. Don't do the first Jedi training of the day. Don't do it. Don't do it because the cast members aren't ready. We got our show cut short. Uh, oh, I'm no. still frustrated. And, and that's a running theme, theme and happens because all of a sudden you'll hear the next group coming up. And so they have to stop the one, get the next group going. So mm-hmm. my goal was to make sure we were in the second group. And so, yeah, we were able to do Toy Story. We were able to do uh, pretty much the whole thing, breakfast back there, and still got... Uh, the tickets that we wanted for uh, Jedi training. Because I think it was the 1020 show, 1030. Don't okay. quote me exactly on that. But uh, thankfully, that was a day they did let people into Toy Story pretty early. And then after Alien Swirling Saucers, I took my kids over to Jedi. My wife waited in line for breakfast. And then we were able to meet back up for breakfast. Cool. All right. Yes. New plan. Rope dropping yeah. Midway Mania. Alien yep. Swirling Saucers. And there's, and and there's more training. shows. Yeah. There's two layers. They, yeah. Jedi training is not as coveted as it once was. And That's they doubled the capacity like as it became less popular, which is Perfect. a definite Disney thing to do. Hey, right. we, we reap the benefits of that. So cool. Oh, I, I remember rope dropping Jedi and seeing the line oh, being a couple hundred intense. deep. It was insane. That was, That's yeah. where you get elbows from other kids for sure. Mm-hmm. That's where they get. That's like more like. That's what it was like last time. Savage we went. Disney World training this is a real thing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they learn how to rope yeah, drop in. Young, I mean, yeah. and those are the kids are skills. swords too. Right, yeah. got to take down Darth Vader. Take out a mom first. You know, just okay. some practice. That's what Anakin did. Oh my. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and that's when the show got dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh. My kid's favorite character is Darth Maul. I'm like, dude, you're not you're not gonna be able to fight Darth Maul. But that'd be sweet if he made a guest appearance or something. Would, that would make more sense than and Kylo Bay. Kylo but, and hey, Darth Vader, yes. That's the silliest thing on earth. Yeah. Well, and isn't there like a female? The, the seventh Lord? sister. Seventh sister, yeah. She was From the Rebels. She is no longer there. That made actual okay. sense. Did it. Um, I see. I love Star Wars, but I do not know anything out in the you extended. You need to universe. watch more cartoons, sir. I really do. You do. There's yeah. no reason not to watch cartoons. You even have a child. You can blame it on. I yes, watch. My four-year-old wants to watch cartoons. Absolutely. I've used that excuse for all my kids. Mm-hmm. So the seventh sister was in the Rebel show, and it was very, pretty good. Yeah. Okay. She should still be there, but she's not. So. So it's well, just Kylo Ren and Darth Vader? I wouldn't yep. want to fight that person. I'd be like, I don't care if you do. I don't know. I'm glad she's not there. <laughs> I don't know who she is, so I don't care about her. Yeah, you got to go with the big guns for sure. All right. So we were going to divide. Well, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, mm-hmm. we already have. but That's okay. We are going to kind of divide this into part one and part two. So part one being what you need to do before the trip when you're booking those fast passes. And then part two... When you get to the parks, what do you need to do to ensure your best fast pass experience mm-hmm. and, and kind of min kind of game the system a little bit yes. to get more fast passes? Yeah, exactly. So we know you guys are seasoned pros, and well, that's my favorite game—the extra fast passes. Yeah, that's the second part of the show, Derek. I know. We'll get into that. We'll I know, it. but it's, I'm too Patience. excited. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Okay. 
All right. So, what do we need? What do we need to do before we go? I mean, I would say first thing is make sure everything is linked in your My Disney Experience account. So that means you need to go in, set it up so that your park tickets and your resort, Magic Bands, all that stuff is all linked up. Just make sure it's all there and set up properly. Um, for us, we had kind of a scary moment where for the first three minutes of trying to book these fast passes, it was telling us that we didn't have park tickets, which we did. It's fine. And yeah, it was really aggravating and kind of scary. I was like freaking out. I was like, well, we didn't get this. We didn't get that. And all, we just exited out and then got back in and it worked. But I can't imagine if somebody didn't have that stuff set up and went in to do it, what a nightmare that would be. You, Because you, at that point, you wouldn't get any of the most coveted attractions. Yeah, because then you're on the phone with tech support and trying to fix things. So, yeah, make sure a couple days before you have it all set up. And if something's not linking right, give them a call. They'll get it fixed. Yep. And if you're working with the travel agent, I'm sure they'll get it fixed. Maybe. Yes. They, they'll help. They, they'll help you at least. They'll make that call for you. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's why that's I use a, a travel agent. They make that call for you. Get the everything linked, everything showing up right. And also remember, like it could be showing up right on like one day, and then the next day it's like nothing's there, and then the next day it's all back because Disney's website is spectacular. Uh, also, make sure you're doing it on a desktop, not your phone. Yes, the app right. is as yeah. wonky as oh, wonky could be. App. Like. It makes Willie jealous of the wonkiness. I was I was down Willie Wonka. Steam. Oh, I was oh, like, oh, oh yeah. got it. Sorry. It's I was down there. And the the app went down for everyone for like Steam two hours. Really? That was just people didn't know what to do when the app goes down when you're in the parks. You have to talk to other people instead of just hitting refresh on your phone. There, that's hard to do. Yeah. It is hard. I do wonder. We use the website to do this, but I do wonder since they've updated the app if it works any better no. they're always no. updating the app yeah no. but lately it was like a complete overhaul though it, yeah my wife says no okay this is firm this newest update she's greatly anticipating the next update because quote it can't get worse which i mean uh, don't say that to not disney. what you want to hear <laughs> no or do say that to disney it's like get it together yep we love you disney I don't think they care at all about the consumer side. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, there's no money to be made from this. The, the money's made from the park tickets. The fast passes are included. Yep. Until they start selling the fast passes. Fast hopefully passes. that That's doesn't coming. happen. But mm -hmm. I'm okay with selling maybe additional fast passes or selling like earlier booking windows. But fast passes in general if they take those away and charge for them I, there will be riots bad disney advice hey stay at a hotel that has free fast passes <laughs> yeah that's some good someday i wouldn't be i think that would be the first thing we see is i would or if they start monetizing fast passes i i wish i hope it comes in that form like on property you get your fast passes off property you don't i yes I think I could see that being one oh, of the yeah. first steps. I'd be okay with that, I think. I mean, I know that eventually we want to do Universal and stay off property, save a little bit of money, but I love staying on property, and I think it's worth more than just 
the 60-day advanced fast pass reservations and that's kind of the way universal does it now with some of the resorts you if you stay there you get free express pass and express mm-hmm. pass can talk it can cost more than your park ticket yep i bought so, it before. it's terrible so that's a huge benefit staying at those resorts and so i could see disney kind of yeah. taking that route yeah incentivizing it for mm-hmm. sure cool well you guys already mentioned that if you do stay on resort you do get a little bit of an edge on fast passes. Um, you get 60 days before your trip. You get to book them, whereas if you're staying anywhere else, it is 30 days. I would also add, though, that there is a benefit for having longer stays mm-hmm. because um, basically, when that fast pass window opens for you to book your fast passes, you get the entire duration of your trip. Well, it's like up to 10 days, right? Yeah, if you're on property. If you're off property, it's just one day at a time. Oh, I didn't oh. realize that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't realize so that. So if you have like a 10 day ticket, you're staying off property, every day you got to make day at a time. fast passes, Ooh. one day at a time. So on property, yeah, you that. get that. You check in date, you can make it all the way to the end. So you got a huge advantage of trying to get Flight of Passage, Slinky Dog towards the end of your trip. You're not getting it day one, day two, day three. Right. So that's the thing is like you're still competing against people who are going to be in that park on that same day whose trip started before yours Mm -hmm. 10, 10 days or more. But the pool of people competing for that is significantly less. So with the more coveted fast passes you want to book those as far into your trip as possible and i think that's a mistake that we made on that we messed up with because we did animal kingdom uh it was our it's our last day of the trip essentially the day before we fly out uh whereas hollywood studios was only a few days into our trip and it just worked out we wanted to avoid the um early morning hours magic hours no the ones you pay for okay early morning magic that's what it's called early morning magic we gotta use basically the same words and everything yeah yeah just to be confusing not extra extra magic magic hours hours. early morning magic hours okay this early morning magic yeah anyway so we shuffled everything around with dollar signs in there yeah Yeah. dollar signs yes that's how you know the difference yeah there's no dollar signs so we bumped it up, and I, because it was originally Sunday, it was Sunday Hollywood Studios, Monday Animal Kingdom, and those were the last two days of our trip. That would have been smart. Shuffled it around, didn't get the Slinky Dog. So, you know, that you definitely are at an advantage if you put those toward the end of your trip. Yeah, that's for sure. And a little bit with, like, Space Mountain, Peter Pan, uh, Mine Train, those are the ones that can disappear for... And Mickey and Minnie, that mm-hmm. meet and greet. Those are the only ones oh, right. in the Magic Kingdom that kind of matter. Um, not so much like day one, maybe a hair of an issue, but not much. But if you say you slack off on booking it, like getting on the first day, you'll notice times start to get sketchy. And those are ones that like when your trip comes, you're not picking up an extra of those. Right. Yeah. Um, do you guys use like touringplans.com at all? We do. I do, yes. Yeah. So we, we love it, and we subscribe to it. It's like 10 to 15, something like that. Um, but one of the free things that they offer is you can just Google uh, Disney Fast Pass availability, and you could check right now what Fast Pass is available for any day in the future, tomorrow, and you know, 60 days in advance. So 
that that was helpful for us kind of figuring out what to prioritize because mm-hmm. you start seeing oh you know this we're two months out from this day and yet flight of passage is gone slinky dog distribution done um other ones oh there's only availability at like 5 p.m yeah dinner time so you can kind of see what the hot ticket items are but you guys mentioned a couple um i noticed too i would throw in for epcot test track and soren um more more so test track than soren uh and then for hollywood studios tower of terror and rock and roller coaster and tower of terror in particular right now they are refurbing the ride and only half of it is running at a time so that will significantly reduce the fast pass availability and lengthen the amount of time it will take to get through that line yeah that's just why it's scary to go to the fifth dimension most days so uh, (laughs) we recommend staying in this dimension it's much safer much safer did you get uh frozen we did your trip yes and uh, was that easy to get very easy I haven't bothered getting a Frozen for quite some time. My kids were like one and done, and they're like... I was bummed out you didn't want to do it on a rope drop. That was good, Derek. We, you know, can only sing Let It Go so many times. If you write it, you have to sing it. That's one of the rules. I don't know if everybody knows that. They won't let you off until you sing the song to get off. And so it's 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 dangerous. It's like a small world. Similar, except that's not you singing. That's your subconscious humming it. You don't even know. Yep. Yeah, they check in with you later in the day and make sure you're still humming It's a Small World. Yeah, they can tell just from your magic band. They track you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, we did go for that. You know, having a four-year-old, it seemed like a smart call. And a 30-year-old. Which, I don't know. He's going to love Test Track. Soren was... We went with Soren because that's just like a must-ride for us. So how tall is your four-year-old? We're talking about all these rides, but... yeah. Height requirements. 42. Yeah. Derek, he's like a giant compared to I was to like, my kids, yeah, my kids didn't turn 40 until they're 40 inches, five, five and a half, six. Yeah. They're such tiny children. Yeah. Our kids he's somehow is like in the 90th, 90th percentile. percentile, which I'm like, I'm 5'4. Keenan's under six feet. We're Both like, his we're grandpas are fairly tall, though, so it kind of yeah, makes sense. I guess. Nope, my, uh, kids, my kids never made it on the growth chart, except for this third one, so I wonder about him. Never you know. hit the chart. Future basketball player. On the chart. Yeah, we uh, are the hype train is going really strong in our house right now. We just moved in December, and one of the first things we did was we made a height chart that we put like a ruler on it, and then got stickers representing a lot of the major Disney World attractions and put them on the correct height. So if you hit this, you can ride these nice. rides. If you hit this, you can ride those rides. And so he's very excited because he's tall enough to ride Slinky Dog and. Tower of Terror and Big Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain. Yeah. Yeah, he's very excited to ride Tower of Terror, by the way. That's so. good. So we'll see That's how it good. goes. Yeah. Until he's in a dark room with thunder and lightning and then in a basement. The two scariest things on earth for a four-year-old. It's true. Or yeah. it, did he turn four today? Today. Yeah. today. Yeah. Okay. Oh, happy birthday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, he's, we've done like the videos and stuff. Future episode we're going to do is like how to prepare your young children for disney but um he loves watching the tower of terror video and like the the spirit people kind of show up from the other dimension which i think is pretty scary he's like "Ooh, ghostesses and he's very excited (laughs) about it so we will see we've actually got a nighttime reservation for that and we'll see if he still wants to ride it then i think it'll be good yeah he's not scared of that kind of stuff really but right 
maybe afterwards he'll be like, oh, no, I don't want to ride it again. But like yeah. leading up to it, he probably won't get scared. He won't know. Cool. Um, so any? What, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna ask Doug and Derek, what would you say would be the best times for booking these? Like, what time should we book our fast passes? Good question. For? Yeah, I'm really big. Well, one, we have to say it's Rope Drop Radio. So Doug mm-hmm. and I and our families. Yeah. We are first ones on the rope. We are able to get whatever e-ticket attraction you do not get a fast and, pass for. And if we're not the first one on the rope, one of the children's to blame and there are tears shed. Okay, <laughs> carry on there. There you go. So yeah, but we are there when the park opens up. So we know we're going to get, uh, if you miss a fast pass or something like that, you're going to be able to get that attraction. I'm a really big believer in doing the fast pass windows as soon as you can, the 9, 10, 11, uh, cause you don't have to do the fast pass right at nine o'clock. You have an hour and a little bit of change to be able to get that fast pass in. So if you rope drop, you can get three, four attractions five, done five, maybe do. depending on yeah. what you do. You can get a lot of fantasy land done in that time. Yeah. And then you can go back and hit up your Peter Pan mine. fast pass or mine yep. train fast pass. And, uh, and then right after that, you can, you have two more fast passes, but the one at 11 so if you do 9, 10, 11, the 11 o'clock fast pass, you use right away at 11. And as soon as you ding, you have your phone out, you're on the My Disney Experience app, and now you can start making number four, use four to get five, and so on, and get as many as possible. I think the record that Doug and I, we have heard, Kent has gotten 18. He's been Whoa. on the show a couple of times. I know my record at the Magic Kingdom is nine. He's a machine, though. He is. There, he, he, he's a record. doesn't count. He's, yeah. he's That's asterisk, yeah, steroids he's by his name type of thing. Something, some sort of performance-enhancing Disney drug. And it's not just pixie dust. Um, but the ding, just so that people know, when Derek said as soon as you ding, you get on your app and you're looking. So what that means is your Magic Band, it does not store your account. It does not store your Fast Passes. You can't open it up, find your Fast Passes in there. It just links to your account. And then you put it on the, the old Mickey head reader and you put it up there and it goes and a little lights up green and you go on in. That's what he means by ding. Just in case anybody it is does make a ding sound with that. for the record. You, 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 yes. Dinks. You ding mm-hmm. into the park. You ding onto the rides. Uh, you're it's you're a beautiful a photo sound. pass. It really, it really is. is magic to your ears. <laughs> and if it, something's going wrong, it turns blue. It used to turn red, but that turns out that's a negative emotional color. So now it turns blue, and then they go like, mm, no suit for you, and you have to turn around. But, uh, yeah, so that's what the ding is. Just wanted to throw that yeah, out. Thanks. I wasn't. I thought he meant, like, an app dinging nope, at me. Okay, so. good. Way to go. See, yep. You just, yeah. you just got going. Now, on our show, I just let that slide. Go back and listen to the Disney Dictionary show if you haven't. Right, you guys are the experts, so your listeners, if they're seasoned, they, they, right. they know everything. They know, they know what ding it is. Yeah. Otherwise, we lost them a while ago in there. Yeah. I'm guessing they changed it to blue. That's a negative emotion, too, right? You've got the it's sad. sadness, it's a sad the side emotion. out. Yeah, it is. Like, oh. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't have you. a fast pass. If so I see a blue, if one that. of my kids get the blue light when they're getting at rope drop, no. oh, that, that, is, that is, I don't yell. But I might grab a finger and I'm helping him get it yes. on the. Uh, there's there's some parent encouragement there because right. that's missing rope drop time if I can't get the uh, the green bean right away. You mean get the right finger on the scanner? Yes. Now? Yes. Yeah. And like for some reason, like seven year old fingers just don't work because 
kids emit some sort of ooze, like a gecko. Right. It's probably because there's boogers on their fingers and stuff. Something like, so they put it on the scanner, and then like they're always like, oh, is that the right finger? And we're like, uh-huh. It, oh, is it got sunscreen on it? Uh-huh. This is, it's a seven-year-old. <laughs> it doesn't work, Disney. There, my rant's over. Yeah. We've yeah, all been there. Ugh. We'll see how four-year-old fingers work. Yeah. Yes. They won't, but that's yeah. okay. I think they're all sweaty. You know, it's like kids are just... Yeah, and not to guys, don't judge us for this, but we are not going to rope drop every day. I don't we understand. Did, when we had a year and a half old, we did because you just pick him up and you're just yeah, booking it. Yeah, he can still be sleeping. But now we're like, now we're he's heavy. But we missed all the fireworks, so now we're like, we're yeah. going to stay up late, watch shows, and sleep in on just a couple of days. I took just my. I feel like, like Saturday, Saturday Magic Kingdom. I don't want to. I just want, I want it to be a leisurely day. We'll see what really happens and when Keenan gets to the my, park. Uh, sure, I took I my to five and four-year-old without my wife, and we are rope drop to fireworks, no naps. So just so you, just I know, I clarify, them no meltdowns galore. Child Protective Services may have given him a call, <laughs> but like, yes, he, he they, the nap in the middle. There's no excuse, guys. There's no excuse. They can sleep in the stroller. Yes. What about me though? Oh, this, <laughs> you can <laughs> sleep, sleep when you're on dead. The home. That's true. Yeah, uh, this gets the magic way, so who knows? Enjoying the magic and rope drop is magical. It's true. I especially in Magic Kingdom. At magic and she Kingdom. did shed tears her first time. Tears were shed. Actually, the second time because we rope dropped both days. And I was like, I have to go back to see it again. Caught. You get to see the janitors right yep. there. Oh, that That's great. fun. Yeah, get at the front. Yeah, yeah, we, went, right. we went in uh, World Showcase entrance yeah. last time. We, we roped up and ran to Frozen last time, a couple years ago. Yeah, That's did the Cape, Cape May Cafe character breakfast that at like 7 a.m. That was awesome. That's yeah. a good And that's then a we good just walked right over to Epcot. It worked. We like doing a 10.30 Cape May Cafe, my family. We, do, we brunch a lot. Uh-huh. We're big yeah. brunch people at Disney. We get our rope drop in, stroll somewhere for brunch. And then use our fast passes sometimes. So yeah, we Derek mentioned using them boom, boom, boom right in the, mo- in the morning so that you can get more. We like to sometimes have one after brunch so that we can walk back into the park, hit something big, then we're on to the others. Yeah. I just That's... forget to eat. It's been a yeah. joke. You're hardcore, theory. Eric. No, I just I get the Disney. I'm I'm so extroverted. When I'm in there, it's I'm just too go, go, go. Doug, Doug's seen it. It's more like a like Doug the dog, yes. like you yell squirrel. Like it's literally, he has lots of squirrels around. And there was one time we're strolling through World Showcase, and uh, it was with Kent, who we mentioned a little while ago. And all of a sudden, Kent's like, "Where'd Derek go?" I'm like, "Oh, he probably saw a pin." And I got boom. Huey. It was a Huey pin that I've been looking for. <sighs> nice. Pin traded win. Sometimes nice. you leash for adults. Derek and Keenan are. Oh yeah, I've ruined Rachel's moments by squirreling. Uh, yes. Insisting that we do just, something immediately. Just don't so. follow me when I have a camera on a gimbal at Disney. Oh, don't learn that. Like a drunk toddler, he just he bounces like like across the road and into people. <sighs> Hopefully, you've that. got image stabilization, and then yeah, it's on a gimbal, so the that's all. Video is beautiful. The process is concerning. Yes. <laughs> Being Excellent. being a well, that was with tense. that person is stressful. Right? I felt like steering. being that person. That, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but that's you got to do Disney. Got to do Disney right. Life. There's a right way and a wrong way. So. You, that's it. You chose the life. I bought my wife a shirt that says, "I work to pay for my husband's Disney addiction." 
Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Cool. Um, yeah, we are. We're mostly brunching it as well, Doug. So we do, have a, we do have like that third pass pass right after. Brunch and fourth in, dinner is days. a wonderful thing too. Fourth meal or pre-dinner oh, yeah. dinner, post-dinner yeah. dinner. This Disney calories don't count. Nope. Yeah. True. You walk we, them all off anyway. And we have a list of like snacks where it's. I, I wouldn't hesitate to call it fourth meal or whatever, but it'll be like twelfth snack. So many snacks. Yeah. I have a very large list of snacks. So we already dipped into what to do during the trip. Uh, Derek, you were talking about dinging and then re-upping. Um, so any other tips as far as like when you're there, um, how you can maximize the, the fast passes? I think have a strategy for mm-hmm. what ones like you can get all the time and then what attractions you do see. Cause uh, you know, going through like the jungle cruise and pirates, there's a good chance you can get four on that. They have low, ro- large load capacities. Um, Buzz, Buzz is Buzz, another good one to play on. Fourth and a fifth. Yep. Yeah. You know what you don't need fast passes for is most of the shows. Shows are not always a very good use of a fast pass, especially during slower times of year. And by slower, I mean the park's not going to be empty, but I mean not Christmas, not Fourth of July, not Thanksgiving, not Easter. You really don't need the shows. You can show up and watch a show. Don't get a fast pass for Figment. What? Yeah. yeah, you don't need that. Or Nemo. I mean, Nemo, unless it's Christmas. Like, so at those peak time of years, we keep talking about getting the fourth, fifth, sixth fast passes. Now, if you go Thanksgiving weekend, your fourth fast pass. So we've used fast passes 9, 10, 11, right? Park opened at 7 a.m. We had two hours before we even used our 9 a.m. fast pass. So we did a ton before the crowds roll in because park hours get bananas during those peak hours. But then when we were done with, we used at 11 a.m. fast pass right at 11 and our next fast pass wasn't until 6 p.m. So availability is different for different days of the year, different times of year. So everything we're saying doesn't apply to every day, but it applies to most days. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Most days are not busy days or peak days at Disney, even though every day that you are at Disney, you will say, my gosh, it is crowded. Where are all these people from? And it turns out Brazil. They're all from Brazil. Always or, Brazil. Or Ohio State fans. It's in Alabama. I believe fans. it. That's it. They're just everywhere, like cockroaches anyway. So I just had to get that in there. Oh, that, that's where that's where all the oh, all Rachel's the leaving me hanging. Or or there's a cheerleading <laughs> camp with a thousand that's girls true. that just all so, of a sudden walk by you and clapping. No when no matter when you go, it is busy. However, it's not really busy unless you're there at Christmas week, Thanksgiving, Easter. That's really busy. And then the fast pass availability is a whole nother ball game. And like you, if you want a fourth, like you got to make it. And then like, go take your nap. Like we went on Thanksgiving. We would leave the park for like four to five hours in the middle of the day. Cause we mm-hmm. were rope drop. We were getting there at 6am to wait for a 7am mm-hmm. rope drop. That's not even extra magic hours. It's just bananas early. Jeez. And then we'd stay there until 11 midnight and then get up, do it crazy early again, four or five hour break in the middle, have one fast pass for later. So that, there's a little tangent again. I'm that seems like that. a good method though. Yeah. yeah, and like for those early days, if you are booking your vacation, I mean, did I say early days? I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say crazy busy days. Bananas. Then it's like, 
you can be re-upping on those like you know even so go through your fast passes and then make a fast pass for figment or you know something small just so you don't have to wait yeah a line for something like that's that. still never waiting that's what i was gonna say maybe not figment with. but yes other you know stuff there's you wouldn't sometimes normally wait for it might be the only fast pass out there that's and true. You're like, yeah, I'll take it because then we have at least one fast pass. I'll stand in an hour long ride for Soren. I'm definitely not standing in an hour long ride for Figment. Why not? True, true. Now, I also read somewhere, or maybe I heard it on your podcast. So if that's true, just say Keenan, it was on our show. But I heard that once you do your first fast pass of the day, let's say it's at 9 30 and you check in at 10, mm-hmm. you ding that one. You can then go in and edit the other ones, mm-hmm. is what right. I heard you could do, and you could bump those up. Because one thing we didn't say at the beginning of the show is when you make these fast pass reservations, they are at an hour apart. Actually, somebody might have said that. But anyway, you, you, you make them an hour apart. Well, if you go in and you do your 10 o'clock fast pass, and your next one isn't until 11, 11.30, you can go in feasibly if there is availability and bump that up to you know yeah 10 30 i'm sure we've mentioned that at some point in time so that's yeah you can definitely bump them up however if you like book three fast passes that are worthwhile of booking you probably won't have availability to bump it up gotcha. so that's that's the thing so like say though you just want to try to get as many fast passes in as you can. So say you book Mind Train at 9 a.m. And then you book something like Barnstormer and Dumbo after that. You can totally move those up because they're going to have availability. But you're not going to be able to slide up like the ones that we mentioned earlier. Kind of the Thunder, Splash, Pan, Space. Any others you probably have trouble moving up. Maybe Jungle would be tough to move up. Eh. Yeah. But yeah, all those others, you can definitely sign them up. And then you could have, like, say, that's how Kent got so many in a day, right? Mm-hmm. He, he got 18, something ridiculous. Is because as soon as you bump it, you modify. So if that's your plan, you would book your really good one right at 9 a.m., maybe another good one at 10. And then instead of booking one at 11, you just throw it out in the afternoon. Because if you can say you slide it up to 10.30... Well, it has to have an hour window to fall in. So if you have an 11 o'clock fast pass already booked, like you, you can't overlap them. Right. So that would so that would create just some put it out in the af- way in the afternoon, so you don't have to worry about that if you're planning on modifying. Well, Although it's if you're only modifying park- one, yeah, park hopping. Park worry. hopping is when I do that a lot. So I'll get yes. flight of passage, and then I'll book meet Mickey you know, three hours later, and then I'll modify that if I'm like, yeah, let's go to Epcot, and then try to pick up something Boom, at Epcot. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, I know our the day that we're arriving, we we did all late afternoon fast passes at Epcot just in case there's flight delays or anything like that. But I'm hoping we get there before noon and can bump most of those. What time's your flight? We will see though. Nine thirty at me like I know. Ooh, that's early. Yeah. You have a direct flight, I take it? Yes. That sounds like a really early wake-up call to get to the airport. It is. Yeah. Thankfully, we live seven minutes, or no, seven minutes, seven houses down from my sister, so they can come pick us up, and my brother and I will be up that early anyway, so he's already offered to take us. Nick, who listens to the show, thank you for that. 
Thanks, Nick. That's a win. I still got to drive is, an hour to the yeah. airport. Derek, you need to work on that. My mother takes us usually and picks us up usually. And if not, I just park in the garage literally across the, the walkway. I, uh, yeah, it's not difficult for us. But uh, yeah, we we're don't, about 15 minutes from our airport. So wow, you're nice and close. Mm-hmm. Columbus, one of the benefits. And in, in our flight to uh, MCO, we always have to take that like 5.50 a.m. flight to be able to get in by like 1 or 2 or else we get in at like 8 or 9 p.m. So it just kills a half a day of vacation. So we want to go earlier so we can hit the pool, hit a resort, stuff like that. Yeah, that's what we wanted to do. But you can't check into your resort until 3. So. Eh, we may have something. Yeah. Eh. You check in, you hope for the best. But I, our, our goal is check in, then head to the parks. Then yeah. come back and hit the pool. Hand your bags to Bell Services. Yep, and done that before. Off. Yeah, we throw them at them, kind of, just like, here, take all these. We're leaving. And then we run away very quickly. Yeah. Actually, no, our last trip, I actually just kept my bag because I had the backpack. Yeah, we, well, they told us our room was ready. Well, our, our rope drop trip, they told us our room was ready. We went to it, and it was very much not ready. So no, that was not a at all. adventure. Um, yeah, but, uh yeah. Derek took his backpack because he had that gimbal that he had to walk around with like a toddler. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was backpacking it, packing all the supplies in. So I basically just handed him stuff to carry for fun. I didn't need it. I just I like, was hey, just sure pack, you, pack me with. But, but you know, it's a great, backpack. the great thing about traveling with Doug is he made all my fast passes for me. So th- that was great this last I trip. Did. And then you modified them all in the park. I didn't make a single fourth fast pass. You did that for me. I made all the initial fast passes, so we we have a strategy. We have a going. good relationship with yeah. that. Yeah. Basic teamwork. Yeah. Yeah. When I go with my family, my wife makes all the in park fast passes. I have never made. Oh no, I did when I went with just Alden. I had to make an in park fast pass. That's it, though. It's one trip out of. I don't know how many, since the days of the app. Not bad. Cool. Um, so I, I have a question. Yes. So what would you say to somebody who all this sounds very overwhelming to them, waking up early, booking these fast passes, having this crazy strategy, making spreadsheets? Like what? So I married a crazy person, but what if most people do? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's what, what I said. Usually one in a relationship. Usually there's yeah, one. There's always but, one. But what if there's not? <laughs> What do you suggest? Well, can you, you can, get a travel agent to do it, or you can you can get a travel agent to help you a lot. However, the travel agent can't get you out of bed, and getting out of bed is a huge part of it. A lot of people that have a disappointing trip, they sleep in. I, th- I think that's the biggest thing. They sleep in, mm-hmm. they get there at like eleven, then they spend the first half hour going like, "What are all these people doing here?" The next half hour, "Where do you want to eat lunch?" And then the next hour, eating lunch. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, it's 1 o'clock and they still haven't done anything except stood in line at Pico's Bills. Maybe Swiss Family Treehouse. Well, yeah, that's a must. I mean, when you get in there, oh my the first gosh, thing I you can't. should do is Swiss Family. Stop. Um, maybe Country Bears <laughs> they right do after it. it. They do it. You didn't believe me, Derek. I didn't I, believe I, you. We stood there and watched people rope drop Swiss Family Robinson. Um, hey, we rope dropped Aladdin's Magic Carpets. 
Oh, that is don't judge. slightly better. We we actually did not it's mean to. Not... We had a we had a a train of toddlers with us who insisted that we stop there. I had a plan. We didn't so stick who, to the plan. <laughs> Keenan, who is in charge? You or the toddlers? Come on, Keenan. That's that's what Who's like hey, I have both fish. Three. Oh yeah, it's true. We could have lured them. You gotta bribe yeah. them better. Better yeah. bribes. I was in charge of the three what fast passes? The three of us. Right. Me, we Keenan had a big and... group. Oh, but that's why you don't travel. It's a topic for a whole other episode. No, yep. And we no, it, don't. Once, yep. once you get into the park, it's every family or person for themselves. <laughs> either, like, we'll you, meet you at you lunch. Mm -hmm. You keep up with us, or good luck on your own. Is kind of what we say. And uh, this is why we love cruising with groups because it's honestly like we'll see you at dinner and then we'll go to the show. It's wonderful. Like. We, you see each other around the ship. You're like, oh, hey, hey, that's, yeah, that's my brother. Yeah, I, yep. Yeah. Total different. You know, that was our first adult trip, though. We're learning. We're podcasters now. We kind of yeah. know what we're doing. But we, we actually learned a lot from that trip. And this trip coming up, we're super excited do. for. Yeah, we're excited to do it Meadows style. Yeah. That's we, our last name, by the and way. And we love the family we went with. And that trip was amazing. That's the reason we became obsessed with Disney. But this next trip will be black and white different yeah, our style yeah which is pretty like our first date was cedar point which is like the roller coaster amusement america's park. roller coaster yeah. america's roller coast so it's Did a roller coast? america's, america's roller, roller coast that's yeah, like their slogan because okay, it's on a lake yeah yeah okay yeah. i've never been you I, would I lived it. in ohio for five it. years okay. i went to king's island every year we used to go to king's island all the time yeah, that's King's Island is good. like the cousin that wants to be Cedar Point. No, I know it. Quite measure up to it. Way to go, Derek! You I know I failed. Place. Don't get me wrong; it has some great rides, but Cedar Point is the best piece. thing in Ohio, Derek. Oh, I know. It's because we would spend our money going to Disney and Universal oh. Studios. Yeah, that must be yes. nice. Yes. Did get... you just say Cedar Point is the best thing in Ohio? That's no, right. I said his wasn't even the best thing. In Ohio. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, I was like I Ohio State if... football. Clearly, I. I maybe <laughs> i don't i don't know i've never been to ohio it's uh it's on my list of some point Why? i'd probably be there for a game yeah, yeah Bengals, i'll probably Chiefs somehow probably not probably more buckeyes huskers oh yes. got it yeah no, that will happen come. when i know have... we're good and that we can this you know... year come on yeah you got uh, you got a place to stay if All right, we got one, a place to stay. Sounds good. You'd have, you'd have locals to show you around, so I'd say do it. It's, uh, it's Ohio Stadium's it's, it's fantastic. You'll have a great time. Okay. And yeah, I know that a lot of our fans can be abrasive, but people who go to the games generally say that they're super nice and welcoming. and Friendly rivalry. That's what yes, I love about exactly. that. Yeah, it's, it usually is. Unless it's Wisconsin. Can we all agree on that? There's well, just... for us, it's Michigan. Rachel's like, well, why, yeah, we... why what is are we happening? Why? This? I thought this was a Disney podcast. <sighs> well, Let's bring it Sorry. full circle. Full circle. I got one last question for you guys. A question that we often get, and we debated this ourselves, was whether or not you use a fast pass for shows. Now, I don't mean like Country Bear Jamboree, which I don't even think has a fast pass. Nope. Um, but shows like Fantasmic, Happily Ever After, where you get the, where you get the priority seating, uh, are any of those worth it? And I'd say, I'd say if you're going one day, no way, absolutely not use your Fast Passes for something else. But if you're going seven, 
or more days, could you maybe is is that worthy of a fast pass? If you've I, got if you're going to be there a couple days, I think Fantasmic. If you get a fourth fast pass, is worth it or a fifth? Uh, uh-huh. Definitely not. Don't burn one of the three. What I love about that, especially with having younger kids like yours, is when you sit in the priority seating. We're obsessed with Star Wars, and my kids are obsessed with Fantasmic. And so we're able to get out of Fantasmic. You have that five-minute run and able to catch all of Star Wars. Yeah, a little bit in the back. But the priority seating and then being able to sit more towards the back and in, in the end row helps a lot because I've done the opposite and you miss part of Star Wars for sure. Uh. Oh, that's yeah. good to know, because yeah. we did want to catch both. It doesn't need to be one of those first three. Same thing with Illuminations, coming to a, its end soon, fortunately. R.I.P. Yeah, well, I mean, do we really want it to rest in peace? Just go away, Illuminations. We're done with you. <laughs> uh, we got magical kites to look at in Epcot forever, but uh, you can snag that as a fourth or fifth, and sometimes at Epcot you're looking at, like, like we mentioned earlier, like uh, Figment, Nemo, Turtle Talk. You can walk onto those Turtle Talk. Doesn't just Illuminations. We've booked it before, and like, ah, we have it if we need it. Didn't we have it on our rope drop? Trip? We did. Absolutely. We didn't even bother walking didn't all the way it at all. We're like, yeah. oh, look, there's we way. Be- I think we had a better seat. Yeah, the from, better spot. From, yeah. yeah. I think it's real easy to get seating for Illuminations, and especially considering if you really wanted one but you didn't want to use your fast passes. There's a few different restaurant locations where you could go and sit with a dining reservation at like yeah. 830. I, yeah, it's hit and miss. We've got we've tried that before and we get like the seat in the back. Uh, like it, I want I want to do that and think you're guaranteed to see illuminations while eating your steak. Now you can say like we will wait for the table, but you need to be booked a little earlier and like okay with standing there for an hour waiting mm-hmm. for that table to empty out. Um, I am a fan now of uh, dessert parties, especially at the Magic Kingdom, especially on busier days. So if you're there on a Friday, Saturday night, a dessert party, the price doesn't change, but its value sure does. Because the busier the park, the value is higher. However, you're paying the same thing for the desserts. I love the dessert parties. We did it on 4th of July. The p- Watching fireworks was a madhouse. Just insane. But we had our nice, lovely desserts. Then we went and sat on the little lawn area. We had our space to stretch out. And then it poured on us. But that was, you know, they can't control that. But dessert parties are good. We have done some over the Thanksgiving holiday, too. So those peak times, dessert parties are wonderful. They are not cheap. But I feel like between food and location and just mental relaxation you you're still putting in the time you're still going early and if you can eat 40 cookies pays for itself (laughs) i mean i can i and like there's enough variety of desserts and then like they have in the magic kingdom they have like the champagne and the little flutes and so then you see like a four-year-old in a stroller drinking the 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 sparkling cider champagne and it just messes with your brain because there's no alcohol but yet this of the yeah but there is alcohol at like the Hollywood Studios ones and the the other dessert parties that are offered around. So that increases the value if you're going to have a drink. And that's included. Hmm. Nice. So, Do they have so, ice creams? Um. Yes and no. It depends on the party. We've we've did one where they did the uh, what's that? The liquid nitrogen ice cream. Oh, cool. You know where they drop it in there and it's like super cold. 
Uh, that was like at the Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam one where everything was mint flavor and our youngest child does not like mint. So that was awesome. <laughs> great, uh, great use of money on that. Yeah, she was not pleasant. So there was like one like a ginger snap cookie or something that she found that wasn't mint. So she had like 10 of those and then just moped. It was so uh, festive. So Chris spirit. Kids. Why are you taking your four year old again? Right. right. Yeah. Good way to ruin Disney. Right. Now he'll, I think he's pretty laid back. He's pretty go with the flow. Good spirited yeah. young man. We'll see. And when you only have one kid, the, there's still a lot of like delight in, oh, they're doing this thing and they're really enjoying it. You know, it's not like corralling four kids. Like, let's go. We're going to Jungle Cruise. Come on. Everybody get in you line. You like it. <laughs> and you're going to get all the jokes. Yeah. Or you're going to be explained all the jokes afterwards. I make right. that threat all the time. If they don't <laughs> get the jokes, it's, it's going to be a science lesson and jokes afterwards. Mm -hmm. See, that was funny because... <laughs> yes, immediately because is the how you butterfly is 12 inches. A ruler is 12 inches. It's the ruler. Yeah. I've had that conversation with somebody else's child before. <laughs> <laughs> See, our kid will laugh even if he doesn't understand the joke. Right. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, everybody's laughing. Cool. All right, guys. Well, I think that kind of wraps up our Fast Pass discussion. Thanks for sharing your expertise with us. Oh, happy Thank to. you. Now Appreciate I'm ready to book a trip again. You should. My, well, I do. I have my one coming in August, so start thinking. Uh, I was going to say you can so. join us. Yeah. Always well, welcome. My next trip, we don't book Fast Passes. There's still paper Fast Passes. So, wish me luck. Harris. Ah. Yeah, they're experiments. Oh, I feel so bad for you. So yeah. I don't think that they're going to implement some sort of digital fast pass like halfway through our trip. That will be great. It'll all be in French. And I like, my French is not very good. So, I'll... <laughs> exactly. <sighs> That'd be amazing, though. That's excellent. Yeah, I don't feel bad jealous. for you. I, you should. <laughs> You'll nope. take your paper tickets and like it. Yeah, my half-hour return windows. Ooh. Right? I know, that's like that's intimidating. The good old days. Yeah. Um, so, thanks for coming on. Where can people find you guys? Well, you can find us at Rope Drop Radio on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And, of course, our show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, FM, Player, Pod, like all of the all mm -hmm. the things and uh, it's just rope drop radio and then our fantastic website derek's been slaving away over a hot keyboard wdwropedroppers.com did nice. i get that right derek you did i'm proud thank you awesome cool yeah i haven't seen the website yet we'll have to check that yeah, out cool yeah their show is awesome so definitely go it really check is. it out i've been listening to oh, a lot today i've been quite enjoying it so I just had a day full of you guys because it was oh, your wow. bad Disney advice. On our road trip. Yeah. Your uh, most recent Oh, yeah, she's cooking dinner. Like, what do you listen to? Rope drop radio. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so. Claire and her trip report. <laughs> it was good. Well, I like your show because it's different from always going to the park mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And when you do different movie reviews. So I'm looking forward to your Avengers review. And because uh, uh, yes. I haven't seen Dumbo yet, so I haven't been able to listen no. to your, your latest episode. No, I've. I haven't listened to that Dumbo because I haven't seen it. 
I'd say listen to it if you don't plan on seeing Dumbo. Then you'll probably get the most enjoyment out of it. Or mm. wait for DVD and then go back and listen to it. But okay, it's, yeah. all right. It's we we had we had words for Dumbo. Okay, I'll, it's, yeah. It's I have it downloaded. I just uh, am waiting to listen. Don't want spoilers. Um, I'm yeah. probably gonna you can watch the Dumbo. first like five minutes. There's no spoilers, and then after okay. that, we just okay go crazy. <laughs> I'm waiting till a cruise to watch Dumbo. So yeah. There you go. Don't have to pay for it. Yeah. Um, well, you know, in theory. Right. Well, our, yeah, our Avengers, we have Avengers tickets and babysitting. That's going to be a $100 night. Easy. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Yep, we've got grandma babysitting for that night, but excited. Cool. Uh, you guys are welcome back anytime, by the yes. way. Thank Excellent. you so Thank much you. for... Thank you. Pleasure. Thanks for being a part of our world. Yeah. Love it. Gotta throw that cheese in there. <laughs> it is, that is, it is cheesy. I mean, like <laughs> shredded mozzarella, something of that nature. Gouda. I, yes. It made me tear up a little bit. I love yeah, it. Yeah, Vicky is proud. <laughs> uh, and to our listeners, it thanks also for being a part of our world. And, you know, there's tons of Disney podcasts and blogs and all that stuff out there. Rope Drop Radio being one of those that you should definitely check out. But thank you for listening to our show. And you can find us part of our world on Instagram and now Facebook. We have a Facebook page. It's part of a world podcast. Very exciting. Um, and P-O-O-W podcast at Twitter where the magic really happens. Oh, <laughs> yes. Cool. I'm Thank making you. sure I like the page right now. Just to make yeah, sure I guess get on Wait. Facebook here. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, we had a group and didn't know how to use it. So I deleted that and made a page. Works way better. So, there you go. Check it out. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you see real, you real soon. soon. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Are you ready? Up to Neverland. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.